You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hi, everyone. This is the Ask Annie podcast, Horse Girl reviews on products you use. This episode is brought to you by ID Lifesavers. Let's face it, when it's just you and your horse together, that's pure joy. But occasionally, unexpected events do occur, and you may need some help. In those instances, the Equine Trail ID and Rescue Lifesaver kits become your valued riding sidekicks. The 3-in-1 kit pouches contain critical helmet and belt loop med IDs, plus mini search and rescue tools, all immediately available at your fingertips. Your horse has its own saddle attached at a pouch. The kit, designed by Dr. Lou Gaston, is available for $19 at idlifesavers.com. Please contact him at lou at idlifesavers.com. Dr. Lou Gaston is the president of Medical Emergency Data Systems, Inc., a company focused on making prominent medical information standard in helmet-wearing activities. Dr. Gaston graduated from the Physician's Assistant Program at Alderson Broadus University in West Virginia, and then went on to receive his Doctor of Chiropractic from Sherman Chiropractic College. He then served in the U.S. Army and worked for the U.S. Department of Justice. While serving as the medical director for a long-distance bike ride nearly three decades ago, he came up with the idea for medical emergency data systems and hasn't looked back. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Gaston. Thank you, Annie. That uh, um, that was uh, quite a uh, spaghetti dish that you handed out everybody there. It's, uh, uh, I'm just a, a regular guy just trying to make, make a difference, uh, make life a little bit easier for everybody out there. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to jump in and, and examine your product and yeah, really get the inside scoop on it. So first things first, what is the medical emergency data systems and the medical information carrier? Well, medical emergency data systems essentially was a very, a very small uh, company. Uh, and the goal is to provide a simplistic, inexpensive, yet invaluable way to, to save lives by uh, providing critical medical information anywhere, anytime. It's a very low, low tech uh, materials, however, um, but very, uh, very functional because it has to work. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get as close to being as fail safe as possible. So that's the is the, the essence of the company and the medical information carrier system. That was our original the original concept, original design, uh, it occurred years ago when I was the medical director for Governor Tom Ridge's Keystone bike ride. And uh, we, there were instances where our riders went down and all I had on them was a sheet of paper in a, in a manila folder and I'm rifling through it. And it really was, was a non-functional system. So a state trooper and I, uh, over the proverbial, um, on a proverbial napkin in a bar, put this thing together and uh, it has evolved uh, far, far, far beyond our expectations. So, uh, you know, saving some lives along the way, which we're, we're very uh, excited about. Plus also this particular kit, we work with, uh, we partner with uh, workers with disabilities. They do all of our, uh, our packaging and getting ready to ship. And uh, so 
they are an integral part of, of what we're doing. So we, I couldn't do this without them. So they are, they are major, a major player. And if you'd like to hear kind of a real quick uh, sidebar on this, when I came back from the, from Iraq, I had an opportunity with a, a business partner to design a combat seat for the gunners in the Humvees. And uh, we worked with Picatinny Arsenal and, uh, but what we did was we utilized a uh, progressive workshop, the workers there, to do all of our uh, assembly and packaging. And when they came off with a, an original price, we didn't like the price. We thought it was not enough. So we went back to them and said, can you, uh, what do you think about uh, if we gave you an extra dollar per seat? And though certainly they were excited. And that money, however, was to go for Christmas gifts, parties, picnics, outside events was strictly for the workers. We ended up uh, shipping 43,000 of those. So they had $43,000 uh, for them to just to have a heck of a lot of fun with. One Christmas, we gave them Humvee, we gave them watches with a Humvee on them. So it was very, very, uh, very cool. Even a Braille Humvee for the uh, for the workers that were blind. So it it has been a great experience. It's it's, it's certainly been an inspirational uh, experience for me. I'll say, my goodness. So getting into the product, um, you have the uh, new product specifically designed for equestrians, the Lifesaver Medical ID Plus Mini Rescue Kit. Can you tell us why this kit is tailored to trail riders and endurance riders specifically? Well, it has the basic fundamental information. Uh, that's uh, if if something untoward should happen, um, it's very it's it's imperative that responders know that you're taking a particular medication, you have a certain allergy. Uh, basically, it's uh, really the we try to come up with as close as we can to a, a mini uh, personal medical record and. We all need that because there's so many medications now. Everybody seems like everybody's on meds and um, the, the histories are, are certainly critical. That's one part of it. But what I've done was in addition to the basic medical information and this information is actually is on a form that the rider would print their information, used preferably with a pencil. And um, in, this also is waterproof and tear resistant and but combined with that i have two additional parts that go into us into high biz orange uh, plastic pouch that attaches to a, a belt loop and with a, a stainless steel carabiner but inside that pouch not only is there the medical data form but there is a, a reflective mirror for uh, rescue and there's also uh, three feet of a high-vis holographic reflective tape that is a trail marker. And it's all contained in this kit that weighs about four-tenths of an ounce. So it's uh, very lightweight. And in talking to my my mentors, my uh, equine mentors, they recommended, suggested, how about something similar for on the saddle? And again, this is geared primarily to the endurance riders, the trail riders, being out and away from, um, uh, you know, from, uh, say, an arena or uh, really where um, rescuers would have to be called in, whether it be uh, aircraft, drones, search and rescue on the ground, you know, that 
in this, those specific uh, uh, scenarios. So that is the the essence of that form. It's it's really a a, a hybrid of of wilderness medicine and uh, search and rescue. It's the what I did. I just integrated the two into one pouch. Yeah, but again, uh, really, really tailored for that person that's out on a trail, maybe by themselves or in a small group. And yeah, like you said, away from civilization for a lack of better, better terms. Sure. Very simplistic. It has to be simplistic as well. And I tried to um, to make it uh, that that was my goal is to make it so incredibly user friendly. Absolutely. And you mentioned that the uh, medical information is written on like a, a non-terrible piece of paper, but what other key features make this product so critical for the safety of riders? Well, if if you're riding along and you happen to fall in the water, uh, this the complete the total system is waterproof. So if you a lot of people tend to rely on phones and some electronic devices, which is great, but there's certain issues that can occur. We try to offset that by um, there's really very little that would, can adversely affect this. And the key is that we're not relying on on electronics that that may or sometimes often have a propensity to fail. This this system, you really just you hold it in your hands and you read the information that is necessary. And it's it's incredibly it's ridiculously simple but very very functional yeah absolutely and i i think at this day and age maybe we sometimes get a little bit too techie and really the safety is in the simplicity well to be honest with you i can't i can't drive i'm here in western pennsylvania i can't drive more than five miles without without dropping a call mm -hmm. and when you're again in a critical incident, you don't. That's that is a that's not an option. You don't. Uh, um, you have to. It has to be like I said, uh, close to fail safe as possible. And uh, I mean the the technology is wonderful when it works, but I don't. And here's the, the the great thing about it is, is my system in conjunction with technology is exponentially uh, great. So. Um, there's uh, utilizing the two together th that provides the optimum um, uh, capabilities for uh, uh, for rescue uh, and and um, essentially uh, treatment of the of a uh, person that should happen to uh, come across an uh, unfortunate occurrence. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about the Lifesaver Medical ID and the mini rescue kit, but how has it been received by health professionals like paramedics or hospital workers? Well, <clears throat> this system is brand new. This this is totally new. Now, the other helmet systems that we, we've done, we put out there, um, I think the key here is every, the... If you look at the system, the helmet system, there's, we have a logo, and it's an EMS logo, which essentially is an EMS identifier. And the EMS providers, they tend to look because there's so many variables out there. There's medical alert, and there's there's a myriad of them. So we we what we did was just made sure that this uh, our logo, which was which is the indicator to EMS that there's data available for them. 
um, that's uh, that was our our goal was to provide something for them to visually see, and um, that that has seemed to work well. It depends. Uh, I, I will tell you, Colorado is my number one state. Um, in fact, uh, there's uh, they have uh, Ride the Rockies, which is a, an annual uh, bicycle event. They uh, every they have about five thousand riders, and everyone gets one of those in their helmet. So that's um, that's quite a uh, um, Colorado is is the, there's Colorado, then there's everybody else. So it's that it's that amazing out there. That's awesome. I'll have to look for it the next time I'm out. Col- are you in Colorado? I am in are? Colorado. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's really cool. I I did see that on the website, so I'm glad that you brought up that that little tip. Um. What is the best and most effective way that riders can use the Lifesaver Medical ID and Mini Rescue Kit? Well, one of the recommendations by my mentors is to make this a high vis orange. The other systems that I have, like for the helmet, for the hard hats and for the bike helmets, um, it's a uh, it's like a high vis green. But their point was, well, what if it falls in the grass? You're not going to see it nearly as, as readily. So uh, I completely redesigned this pouch and we went to orange. In fact, because of the input from my mentors, from now on, all of my products will be high vis orange. So uh, that's the impact that the equine, um, uh, my equine friends have had on, on the system because it really truly is to me offers the most uh, visibility. So, and simply my, my goal is to try to universalize it in the, uh, uh, in this, the equine arena in that perhaps the, uh, the rider system, the rider uh, pouch would go on the left side in a, uh, in a belt loop. And on for the horse, we have the, um, for a, there's a system, there's a pouch goes on the saddle which, and that has uh, uh, the veterinary information on it and the owner and veterinary information, that would go on the left side of the saddle. And for the helmet, we have our standard motorcycle helmet system, which goes on the outside of the helmet. That one in, in particular is designed to let make sure that if somebody comes across to stay hands, stay away from touching that helmet, we don't want to in, uh, in, induce any further information. So the information on this little pouch on the helmet says, danger, do not remove this helmet. So uh, plus it has the EMS logo and so forth. So um, again, and that's on, located on the left side of the helmet. So everything is on the left. Uh, so the uh, my goal was to try to universalize that as much as I can. Yeah, and I I didn't even think about somebody coming across an individual or a rider that may have fallen and be unconscious and not know to not take their helmet off. But that that's so relevant. I feel like especially to to equestrians because if you're wearing a helmet, it should not be removed. So I think that you know helping educate the public if they come across um, a rider is is just as important as as the medical information. So that's that's really oh. noteworthy. I absolutely, uh, you know, the the key here is the type of helmet that is worn by riders is it's not a bicycle helmet. You know, the bicycle helmets do not really allow for you to get really good uh, cervical spine stabilization. 
the the equine helmets because of the type of trauma it's tends to be uh, more of a wraparound helmet and really uh, secured to the head so there's a lot more involved in removing that helmet there's, the uh, EMS providers are actually trained how to remove a helmet and um, also too if somebody takes the helmet off and it's left at the scene it's important for the emergency medical people and the ER physicians to understand the mechanism of the injury by looking at the helmet. So that gives them a clue as to the, certainly the severity and location and type of trauma. So it, again, it's just, uh, there's a lot to it. It, uh, it seemed pretty simple, simplistic, but there's really, it's pretty in depth as to why things are done a certain way, why we do things our way, a certain way. So it's all, um, it's a lot of brainstorming. Yeah, it seems very intentional, though. Everything is done for a reason. Oh, ab absolutely. absolutely. And, of course, our goal is to try and, and get, uh, provide the optimum product out to somebody. And then, and then uh, you still, just when you think that you have a down path, we, it, you find something that makes it even better. So um, we're always striving for, to, to take a one more step just one more steps because look what we're doing you know the life of every rider out there every person that wears a helmet every person that's riding that horse that's an important person that's an important life um there's that's an, a contributor to all of us so we want to make sure that we can do everything we can to protect that and when they get definitely. in trouble we're there for them definitely so you mentioned this uh, just after our intro, but uh, the manufacturing and production is extremely unique. Can you explain how this process works? Well, the uh, everything is made in, in the U.S. and all of our parts come to a, uh, a what's called a right now it's the uh, Association of Retarded Citizens uh, in uh, near Pittsburgh. And all the parts come in, and then the workers there, they do all the assembly. They take the parts, uh, they put them in a package, they uh, weigh them. They do everything that they do, everything to get ready for, for shipping. And that what we do is we, and we pay them per part. <clears throat> and um, one, uh, <laughs> one quick story is be, because you de develop incredible relationships with these workers. Uh, one quick story. There was a uh, one of the gentlemen that worked there was great, great fellow, and uh, we would always uh, razz each other back and forth. And every time I would come in, he would, uh, you know, he would give me some grief, and um, and I would give it right back to him. So one day he's he's at his table and he's using this the way they did it was at the count per piece. They have a counter, a little hand counter, and uh, so I walk up to his table and I pick up his counter, and he had like like 200 and something on it. I said, oh, hey, let me set this back to zero. And I pretend like I'm pressing the the uh, the button to go back to zero. And he says, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. So that's the kind of relationship that I cherish. And uh, it's the, it's such, it has been so inspirational to me. You know, people say, well, you're doing some great things for them. I said, no, 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 you don't get it. They do great things for me. So um, but uh, it's it's been really wonderful. I mean, I I could not do what I do without them. I mean, it's just it's just it's just it's really wonderful for both. It's a great relationship. 
Yeah, and it's it's neat to know that that sort of camaraderie is behind this product that is also changing lives. So it's it's really all encompassing. We like to think there's no losers with this, <laughs> you know, and uh, and also too one of the other things is we do everything we can to try and make it affordable for uh, for really for everybody. We don't we don't want that, there to be an excuse not to have this, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we try to do. So. Um, but uh, that's again it's all part of the mission definitely so jumping back into your personal experience in doing my research i found that you have a varied and extensive medical background can you explain why all of this experience in the medical field and having so much prior experience to creating this product has been beneficial to its success well i i think that i i see things from a lot of different perspectives you know i did um uh, certainly military medicine. I ran battalion aid stations uh, with the 20th Infantry Division and uh, for probably different uh, levels within the uh, within division with that's PA National Guard. Um, I was in Iraq with on a medical mission there with the 18th Airborne Corps. Um, and it kind of gives me a perspective of the trauma medicine. Then um, also a uh, I don't do it now. I'm, I'm no longer doing it, but I, I, at age 50, I graduated from the uh, police academy and I went on to be a tactical medical officer with our drug task force. So I understand that aspect, that, that aspect of, of medicine. And you see a lot of different issues with um, the side effects of medications and, and all that. Um, and then I was in general practice for a long time. And then just there, there's, a lot of different venues that I've done um, drives my wife absolutely crazy, the things that I do. But what I've done, I've kind of coalesced all those different experiences together to see what what is it that I can do that um, to to pinpoint something that is a, that is invaluable to the masses, if you will that uh, is going to make just have a slight impact even the slightest impact uh, on their life is uh, uh, you don't realize just uh, how life-changing something as simplistic as that something very simple can have on somebody so that's been uh, again a coalescence of of all of the things that i've done into what is it that i can do best for for those out there that kind of put themselves in a little bit of a precarious situation because I've been there too, you know, so, um, and uh, again, it's just, just to, uh, just to be kind of be a value, just to be a value to them. And it's, it's really, it's not, it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, very simplistic. Yeah, but it really seems like all of those experiences did really prepare you well in in creating this product. Well, it, it does. You know, everything is, uh, we, we tend to evolve. Uh, you know, you do one thing, then you do the other, and then um, uh, and everything is a, is a compilation of all your experiences. And you come up with an end product, and, and then you take that end product, and then you kind of disperse it in several different directions. And this is a new direction for me. So, um, and I'm excited about this. Uh, I, I, I love this, uh, the, this equine, uh, uh, this equine genre. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this one, this group, because everybody's incredibly responsive like you. Um, 
I'm I'm overwhelmed by the response in the with the equine industry, and uh, you know, the my my mentors are are off the charts helpful. I'm not used to it. Nobody even nobody answers a uh, phone. Nobody does. Uh, nobody sends email. Nobody does anything anymore. So I'm they're so they're so helpful. I'm thinking, what's wrong with these people? Why are they so? This is not normal. What's wrong with you people? So um, it's. It has been a wonderful experience so far. Like I said, I'm brand new. I'm brand new. It's kind of a maybe a maybe the way to think about it is a kind of a new and uh, refreshing and uh, different perspective on things. Yeah, it. I'm biased, but it is it is an exceptional industry. So we are. I'll speak as a whole, but we are happy to have you a part of it. <laughs> well, the proof is in the pudding, and and this pudding is really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, so obviously the Lifesaver Medical ID and Mini Rescue Kit are very new, as you said, but are there any other new products or modification on the horizon um, from medical emergency data systems that listeners should be keeping an eye out for? Um, not at, at this time uh, for two reasons. Um, number one, if I come up with another idea, I, I guarantee um, my wife will kill me. Uh, number one. Uh, number two is that I really want to focus primarily on the equine industry. That's I really want to put all my resources. Uh, it really relates to focus because I see the applications here. Um, I, I see the impact that it could have, and that's what I uh, I would rather I I prefer to devote all my energy to your industry. That's that's where I want to go. You know what? You never know until you try. Uh, you have to if you don't take the shot, you'll never you'll never score. So you have to do uh, do the best you can. And and hopefully people will see the value in it and uh, and, and realize that what we do is really for their benefit. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to my mentors and uh, they include uh, Sharon Persky from Sharon's uh, Horse Heaven in Marionville, Pennsylvania. My equestrian model is Debbie Kozik. Um, the, uh, I'm working with the Texas Equine Trail Riders Association. And Debbie Sandwalt has been uh, a great mentor, as well as Diane uh, Doherty with the Trail Riders Path here in Pennsylvania. So uh, they have really been instrumental in the development and progression of this uh, this system, and uh, they have been essentially invaluable. So, um, kudos to them. And I can't wait for your your equestrian uh, mentorship to grow as well. Just as you continue to meet people and and grow your community. Yep, I I'm I am so pumped about this. I can't. I just can't wait to get out there and uh, um, again and and meet the meet the uh meet my new best friends <laughs> thanks for tuning in learn more about the ask yanny podcast by following us on facebook instagram and pinterest at ask Annie podcast have a suggestion for a product you'd like me to use in an upcoming episode email me at ask at gmail.com or leave a comment on any of our social media pages Find even more Ask Annie episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. The 
Ask Annie Podcast is a production of Equine Podcast Network, an entity of Equine Network, LLC.